This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with my fellow app nerds, Grant Williams and John Beeler. We've got a really awesome show for you today, so uh, you'll uh, want to stay tuned for the full hour. Uh, we will be covering uh, Cyber Monday deals. Yeah. Yes. We all use apps now for shopping and stuff. Well, uh, we've got one of the experts over at LondonDrugs.com to tell us what's hot and what's not uh, as far as uh, deals in the tech realm. Yeah. So we've got to stay tuned for that. And uh, we'll be talking a little bit more about Phonos. We mentioned this uh, on last week's show. This is uh, apparently this new phone carrier that uh, offers $40 a month unlimited talk, text, and data around the world with no roaming fees. That sounds really cool. I'm, I'm willing to try this. Well, we're going to update the listeners. Is it too good to be true? Uh-oh. Well, stay, t- <laughs> stay tuned. Uh, we will also uh, be, you know, of course... Uh, talking about uh, our iPhone tip of the week and Facebook alternatives. Yeah. Facebook, we all hate it, but what alternative do we have? I'm, I'm actively de-Zuckerizing. So one, de-Zuckerizing? Of these, one of these is actually my favorite little, uh, little new app that I think you guys are going to love. Let's talk about some of the app news uh, this week. And John, you brought this to my attention. I think we're all probably online this past weekend here shopping for all the deals happening. But, you know, one of the challenges is you go to all these different websites and then you got to have all these tabs open. And what do you always end up comparing the prices to? Amazon. Well, Amazon's got a new Amazon Assistant that lets users see its prices while they shop on other sites. Explain. So this is a really clever play on Amazon's part. It's, it's essentially a browser extension. So you would install this into Chrome or Safari or whatever your favorite browser is. And while you're on a shopping site, looking at a product. Other than Amazon. Other than Amazon. It'll show you what the comparable product is, if it exists, on their site. And even things like the shipping details. <laughs> they're, now, they're not new to this. No, not at all. Right? So, because, I mean, this was actually something that they originally pioneered with in-store shopping. You could scan the barcode of a product, and it would tell you if it was less expensive on Amazon, making the best buys of the world an actual Amazon showroom for them. Showrooming. Show, yeah. And, and so now they're bringing this right to your desk at home. This is incredibly aggressive. I like it. Yeah. I I would use this because uh, I do shop on Amazon. It's very handy. It's got a great uh, breadth of product, literally millions of things. Uh, but yeah, uh, I do go to other sites. So it'd be nice to have that just kind of pop up. But can you just imagine all the tracking that's happening now? Absolutely. Yeah, you are done. I'm, like, I'm, you can't even walk outside without a, like a flyer smacking you in the face now. I'd really like to have some sort of add-on that, you know, every time they make a purchase, maybe it will send an email to Jeff Bezos to pay his taxes. But other than that, <laughs> oh, I'm good with it. Oh. That sounds like a script you could probably whip up pretty quickly. Right? So, you know what a challenge I'm having now is Christmas shopping. I, I do a lot of it online now. However, I do it from our, our kitchen computer. Yes. That's kind of the family computer. Yep. And so everyone sees what you're going to buy. Them. Yeah, so then when I'm searching for things... Uh, it, it you know all the ads start popping up you know incognito mode man you've got to yes. go stealth yeah for browsing but then what you do is after you've you've actually gone in and bought it or whatever go in and edit your browse history you can manage that at the bottom of the Amazon homepage and delete those errant things it's a sorry, lot of work sorry how on the bottom of the Amazon homepage so on the bottom of the Amazon homepage it actually lists your browsing history I didn't know that and you can manage it you click the manage button and it gives you basically a tiled view of all the things you've looked at most recently and you can actually remove them so you won't get Shut them in the ads. Shut the front door. So the really? Best, 
That will change my life. The best part is, as you're shopping for things that you're actually going to buy, go find the worst possible gifts. (laughs) Manage the ones that you bought out and leave them with just a horrible list of things. So instead of Nikes, Nukies. Yes. 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 So, so your family thinks you're buying a bunch of crap yep. for Christmas. This may backfire because you may end up getting gifts that are not quite the same standard quality that you're used to because they think you've cheaped out on them this year. Or they think that's what you really want. Right. <laughs> so cool. So uh, the Amazon assistant that we're talking about, you can get right on the Amazon site. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And there's also a, a standalone app. Okay. It's called Amazon Assistant. Yes. Uh, so you can use that or you can actually just uh, install it in your in your browser. Um, the other great thing is it actually works in Canada, the US, France, and Japan. If you're happening to be shopping at those other uh, places around the world and you have a comparable Amazon account. I'm off to Osaka to do a little shopping. There you Beautiful. go. I love it. Chipotle adds voice assistant to every store, launches Alexa skill for reordering favorite meals. Huh? <laughs> How does, how does the voice assistant work in store? Yeah. John, you you must know. It's it's one of those... It, basically, they're putting a customized voice assistant version of uh, an Echo okay. in all 2,500 branches of their store. Where? Like at the order counter? It's... Uh, <laughs> it's basically to let users order their favorite meal for pickup or delivery without having to go to the front of the thing. I don't know how this is going to work, though. Like, So where are they putting it? I don't know. It's probably near the line. So if I yeah. think of the one here in Vancouver, right, right. it's just by a UBC here downtown. And so the, there is a line out the door. So, you know, the second part of this, being able to reorder something uh, using my voice assistant, have it ready for pickup, absolutely perfect. Voice ordering in store, there are a lot of conversations going on in there. And I've got to admit, I probably wouldn't be able to resist heckling someone as they're ordering and trying to add things onto their order. Embellish their order, yeah. yeah. You just yeah. just keep yelling and guacamole on there to add a couple of bucks to everyone's order. It's extra, right? So I still don't understand. <laughs> well, it's, instead of going, instead of standing in line and talking to a human being, how's the voice? Like, hey, I'd like a uh, burrito. Is yeah, what they have there. Well, that's kind of what you do with a human right now. Okay, but how does it know it's me? Well, my, my, am I like reading my my credit card out loud to this voice? <laughs> Please give me your visa number. Well, four five zero. Wait, everyone can hear me. Like, so how does that work? You know, I, we're, we're gonna have to try it out. Why don't we, why don't we check it out? We'll see, we'll report yeah, this back. This is stupid. You know, I'm- This I'm, is stupid. I'm but not gonna disagree with you on that one. But, and, and you hate the, the kiosks at McDonald's. Oh my God, don't get me started about the kiosks. No, <laughs> do you know, because they're supposed to make things faster, but they don't. They don't, it takes five to 10 times longer to order through the stupid kiosk than to go to the human. While you're busy shaking your fist at a cloud here, um, (laughs) have you tried uh, the table service with the app at McDonald's? No. This is the secret weapon for ordering at McDonald's. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, so you can pull into a, a specific parking spot yeah. or you can pull, you can sit down at a table. You don't even go up to the front anymore. You pull out the My McDonald's app, yes. right? And you can go through, they actually have deals so you can actually select the deals specifically. I do use the deals. Right? Yes. And you can order your stuff and then it says, order for pickup, I'm in store, deliver to table. And there, there's a little red circle on the side that has the table number on it. And they will actually, for the first time in history, you can bring candles and a tablecloth and get table service at a McDonald's for a nice, okay. classy whoa, meal. Whoa, 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 you're just blowing my mind here. So does this work at all McDonald's? Uh, everyone that I've been to in the last little while, yeah. It's certainly everyone I've been to in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. So you've done this? No, because I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, it's McDonald's. I'm not going to stand in the line in the line with the plebs at the front. I'm getting my food brought to me, and I'm going to eat it there. 
You pay with your credit cards, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you tip the waiter? <laughs> yeah, here's your tip. Don't work at McDonald's. I'm sorry. I really, we should respect the people that work in food services. Without you, we would not have the hey, meals that yeah, we're McDonald's. eating. That was job. a joke. Yeah. No, but but no, it's, it's really quite easy. And honestly, I found that the service is fast. It's efficient. My order is usually exactly right. Like, it's great. They, they bring out the little cup with ketchup for you. It's perfect. Crazy. Okay, uh, we've got a bit more news here on the app show. We're talking app news. Microsoft gets the U.S. license to resume selling software to Huawei. Yay. Yay. So this was, uh, it's still an issue with Google and Huawei's phones because they're still not allowed to do business with any of the new uh, Huawei phones, giving the Google Android operating system to them. Uh, but this was an issue for uh, laptops and, and desktops. Yeah. Uh, Huawei makes a lot of great laptops uh, and they were prevented by the U.S. government from providing Windows. I, I said that this was a boneheaded move when it first happened, yeah. um, put in place by a couple of boneheads. Uh, but really, here's the thing. And, you know, Napoleon actually uh, probably said it best. Uh, China is a sleeping giant, right? And if you rouse them, if you wake them, there is going to be a reckoning. And so American software is some of the best software on the planet. If you tell, you know, a, an up and coming economy that is deeply entrenched in technology that you can't use this anymore, what are they going to do? Are they going to sit idle? No, they're going to make their own. They're going to make their own. Which so, they are doing. <laughs> I mean, the smart thing here is to, uh, you know, establish good relationships, establish good partnerships and make money where you can. And there is money to be made by Google. There's money to be made by Microsoft. And not letting them do business, I think, was a terrible, terrible idea. So Microsoft's been given a temporary license to provide uh, software, which, you know, would be in the form of like Microsoft Windows yep. uh, to Chinese companies like Huawei so that they can make uh, laptops with Windows on it. So we'll, we'll actually start seeing some of those in Canada now. They're, they're beautiful. They're really nice laptops. Yeah. I, you know, it's one of those things. I just, have you seen the new MatePad Pro? Yeah. Like Huawei, you're doing a great job. Could you please just find some new designs? You don't have to copy Apple on everything. It is the iPad Pro. Like, come on guys. It's beautiful it's, and cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not buying it. Everyone copies everyone. Everyone copies Apple. Apple copied. They co Go on. They copied Xerox. Xerox. Yes, back in the day. <laughs> they paid a license for that software and you know it. They copied them. Okay, <laughs> we're going to have to take a break. When we come back, uh, still a lot more apps to talk about uh, here on the show. Uh, we will be talking about Phonos. Uh, that's spelled F-O-N-U-S. They made a big stir uh, in the past couple weeks announcing uh, an up-and-coming cell phone service that for $40 a month gives you unlimited text, text, talking, and data around the world. With no roaming. Is it too good to be true? Stay tuned. You are back with the App Show. Mike John and Graham here. Let's talk about Phonos. Uh, we all hate paying a lot of money for our cell phones or cell phone bills, uh, for that matter. Uh, I, I think I got mine down to about 60 bucks or 65 bucks. Mine's down to 40. Yeah, you're brilliant at figuring that stuff out. I don't <laughs> know if anyone can get that deal. Uh, you're up at what? Uh, I'm paying 90 for mine because I've got 50 gigabytes a month, okay. which I use. Uh, my parents and my partner, they're- Do you not uh, have Wi-Fi? <laughs> Do you not have home internet service? <laughs> yeah, okay. but you know, it's, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to slum it on public Wi-Fi. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, they're at $60 a piece and they're 10 gigabytes each. And honestly, like, it's funny. My, my phone bill used to be 400 bucks a month, right? It is now around 250 ish And I think that's great. Like, my service is seamless. It's fast. 
I'm good, right? I've got but, a couple of watches on there, a couple of iPads on there, four phones. We're happy. But what if you could get a cell phone plan for 40 bucks a month, unlimited data that would work around the world? I, I'm curious. Like I, you know, this really, this that, bring, this that's the dream. 90 bucks a month. That's that's the dream. Okay, talk to so me about it. So we announced this uh, last week, uh, this new uh, cell phone uh, service company. It's a, a virtual network operator. They're basically kind of wholesaling data and they call, they call these MVNOs. That's right. Yeah, okay. Uh, but when we saw it, it just seemed too good to be true. Way too good to be true. Yeah, so you have to order a $25 SIM card. Okay. And $15 shipping. 15, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Sweet cheese. Well, no, yeah. I, I paid 25 bucks for my SIM card when I switched to Rogers, so go on. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it just seems a little, it seems like, the shipping was a little high to, to mail me a SIM card. Yeah, but they got to make the profit somewhere. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. But if I'm, if I'm 90 bucks a month right now and it's 40 bucks a month, that first month there, I am still netting out in favor of Phonus. T- tell me more. Okay. So I, I looked, at this, looked at this and I'm like, how the heck can they offer a price like that? It makes no sense. There is no way in the world that here in Canada, for example, that any of the big three, and that's who they'd have to deal with, Telus, Rogers, or Bell, would wholesale them cheap enough rates to offer a plan like that. Well, Canadian gigabytes are expensive, right? They're, they're mined in the north from the gigabyte mines and they have to be shipped down. No, that's not a thing. Okay, so... so. I think we need to replace one of the hosts here. <laughs> His technical knowledge is not where we need it to be. Okay, so we've been looking into this further and what's happening, John? So uh, there's... Because it's not available yet. No, it's not. And basically... When, like you said, you have to order the SIM card. So no one actually has this service yet. We all, or a number of us, ordered it this, the day it was announced because we're suckers. <laughs> no, we're taking one for the team. We're doing it so you don't have to. Now yes. you, put, you put the money down on this the same day you put your deposit on your Cybertruck, right? That's right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and essentially, a lot of people are like, hey, this is too good to be true. This has got to be a scam. So Simon Tian, the CEO of Phonus... The founder. The f- her founder. Yeah. He uh, had a Reddit AMA, Ask Me Anything, and he was answering all kinds of questions. But then, magically, some of his answers got deleted. Oh, no. So, again, conspiracy theorists were like, what's going on? Did he say something he shouldn't have said? Did he jeopardize uh, a deal with one of these, one of the big threes, yeah, yeah. right? Um, and make promises he can't keep, that kind of thing. So these are all the questions that people on Reddit and on other forums have. And basically everyone was yelling, this has got to be a scam. Yeah, You're basically funding him to set up this company by overcharging for a SIM card and shipping. Which, I mean, if you think of it this way, it's kind of a roundabout Kickstarter. Right. It's, it's, it's kind of an untransparent Kickstarter. And this particular founder is known in the Kickstarter world for creating stuff that has been late to the party. Oh, I didn't okay. know that. Yeah. So I know people that offer uh, these mul- uh, these private, what are they called? MVNOs? Yeah, these yeah. virtual uh, networks. Uh, Roam mobility, always on wireless. And you know what? It's not easy negotiating these deals no. with all the different countries and the different carriers. Like yeah. you have to be in the business for many years and have these relationships and so I just don't know how this guy comes out of nowhere. I, I don't know his background and says that he can offer this around the world. Well, you know, it's one of those things that I think if any industry is due for a disruption, you know, Apple did it with the phone hardware. Yes. Um, Elon did it with electric vehicles. You know, 
those those kinds of things they're all out there but we're still waiting to find out the latest thing that i heard today is that he's actually offered to to bring people to hong kong to see that this is real what like what what is in hong kong to show that is real i don't know <laughs> It's free people, trip to Hong Kong for your little SIM cards. <laughs> what? It's his secret base that's out of the range of the assassins of the big three who are out to stop. I, this is a really great plot to a movie. I think it's inside a volcano, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do they have volcanoes in Hong Kong? <laughs> sure. Sure. And why Hong Kong? I don't know. <laughs> One of the more tumultuous countries or, sorry, cities to go to uh, right now. So, so this is sort of a, a wait and see, and you're going to keep us updated as this, yeah, this goes on. Yeah, but I think th- this has the potential if it's real to be, uh, and I hate using this term, a game changer. Like Mm. this could dramatically change how people uh, travel with their SIM cards. And I mean, we travel a lot to other countries and we pay a ton in roaming fees. I just got a $200 bill for my trip to England. So yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. So, okay. I'm just going to say right now, too good to be true. If it was, it would wipe out the cell phone industry in Canada because everyone would switch to this because you can port your number over. Right. Okay. So I'm saying it's a load of crap. I'm optimistic that it's not a load of crap. <laughs> I'm going to sit on the fence and wait for more information. <laughs> I, I want there to be unicorns, okay? But yeah. this, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so, we're going to have to take a break. We're going to keep people informed about this as we learn more. Yeah, we've actually reached out to Phonus to see if we can get yeah. some comment from them directly on the show. Or a ticket to Hong Kong. Right. Or a ticket to Hong Kong. We might get a TikTok from Hong Kong. Nice. When we come back from the break, uh, we've got a lot more apps to talk about. Uh, if you're doing some uh, online shopping with your apps and want to know where the best deals are, we uh, have some Cyber Monday deals from LondonDrugs.com. Stay tuned. You are back with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with John Beeler. Well, uh, Black Friday has uh, come and gone. I think it's almost like Black Friday month now. These, these deals just keep going, John. It's just shopping season. It, it is. Well, Cyber Monday's uh, happening. It's happening, uh, obviously, this Monday, uh, tomorrow. And uh, on the line, we've uh, got one of our friends from London Drugs, LondonDrugs.com. His name is Sam Sito. Thanks for joining us, Sam. Uh, great to be here. Thank you. I wanted to get you on the line because uh, this is one of the uh, the big shopping times of the year, and our listeners always love hearing what kind of hot deals uh, are uh, in store and online. Uh, what do you What do you got for us this uh, this time, Sam? Well, uh, quite a few things uh, are available for Cyber Monday, uh, and obviously a lot of the things that are available for Black Friday are still on. Uh, most of the Boxing Week or sort of Black Friday timeframe stuff is got good for a few days at least. Uh, but for Cyber Monday specifically, uh, there's a big uh, push on uh, uh, Samsung TVs, LG TVs, a lot of the 4K uh, LED technology ones, so QLED for for Samsung and OLED for LG. There's a lot of great deals on TVs. Uh, so for anybody looking for uh, a larger TV, prices are probably the best I've seen in a long time. What's the cheapest TV I, I can get, Sam? Kind of depends on the size that you want it. Uh, I mean, uh, at one point in time, people used to talk about viewing distances on older TVs. You have to be 15 feet away in order to kind of get the best view. But with the with the... LED technology, whether it be QLED or OLED, you can sit a lot closer to the TVs now um, without losing any kind of visual quality, and the viewing angles tend to be better. So again, uh, you can go with a much larger TV in the same space now and still get great visibility, but it, it kind of depends. The, the pricing I see is uh, anywhere between like 599 and all the way up to, you know, obviously if you want to go big and go an 82 inch, you can get up to about three grand. Uh, on a TV, but it kind of depends on size. 
82 inch. I like the sound yeah. of that. Can I even get that in a door? I have to move to get that TV. <laughs> <laughs> like Sam, what's the well, upper, you know. what's the upper range of TV size that actually will fit in a house? I mean, we're getting up well, there. Well, you know what? Yeah, I mean, most people nowadays are, are not even looking at uh, panels that are, you know, anything under a 32. And even 32s are like, oh, that's pretty small. Uh, 40, kind of 49 inches, kind of the minimum. Most of our TVs going out nowadays tend to be in the slightly larger range, 55 to 75 inch. And so as an example, uh, the Samsung QLED Smart 75-inch uh, model, 2499 uh, for the 75-inch model. Uh, LG has a 75-inch model, or I believe, yeah, and it's on for fourteen ninety-nine. Uh, they're all 4K compliant, all smart. So, you know, you can get your Netflix, your Disney Plus, all your all your streaming services on those TVs as well. So, The 4K makes a big difference. Uh, and, you know, it's been a few years now that it's been out, but I think it's finally starting to kind of kick in, uh, especially because of the streaming services like Netflix and Disney Plus. Uh, I watched, uh, you know, that new Star Wars series, The Mandalorian in 4K. It was freaking. Yeah. It was freaking amazing. Like you could feel like you could just touch the things on the screen there. It was so realistic. And and the makeup on these these people. It's, <laughs> it's it's getting. I mean, it's getting too good. Like I don't know how they even do makeup anymore because you can see everything. Yeah, yeah it has to be perfect. Exactly. Uh, let's talk about some other deals uh, for Cyber Money. What else you got, uh, Sam? Okay. Uh, well, I mean, uh, we have a bunch of different laptops that are on special as well for Cyber Monday. Asus is a is a well known brand. Uh, I kind of like the Asus books myself. Uh, I had an Asus tablet before, and it was it was really uh, one of the nicer tablets I've I've owned. Uh, we have a couple different ones on. There's an Asus uh, uh, laptop for like a hundred dollars off from six ninety nine to five ninety nine. Uh, the upside to some of the Asus uh, uh, more traditional laptops is uh, typically you're getting you know, uh, a little bit more storage. Uh, a lot of the Chromebooks and a lot of the other um, computers that we see nowadays, um, they're, they can be cheaper, but they're also, they're designed kind of for cloud use. So a lot of the, the storage is, is cloud-based, so you don't have to worry about internal storage. But be, me being kind of an old school kind of guy, an older guy, you know, I always kind of like a little bit of storage in the computer itself. So, uh, like the old school Asus laptops tend to have a little bit more internal storage versus, you know, having everything cloud-based and everything wireless. I, I sometimes do like the ability to wire up a printer, an old printer to it so I can print as opposed to have to use a wireless one because it only is capable of hooking up to a wireless uh, device, right? Uh, but then again, if you if you don't need it, so if your kids are in school and they're using it at school and everything is is uh, online and on the cloud, you can get uh, computers uh, well under that price, like 300 350 250 bucks, something like that for a Chromebook. Uh, so prices are, are all over the place, but uh, typically you're going to see prices uh, at their lowest price of the year. We're talking with Sam Cito from London Drugs and LondonDrugs.com, all about uh, some uh, cool Cyber Monday deals. Uh, got a couple more. Time for a couple more there, Sam? Yeah, so uh, definitely. Um, I was also thinking, like, uh, kind of out of the, the main tech area, uh, but it's still an electronic product. Is I, I kind of like the fact that, uh, you know, I've, I've seen some good pricing on, uh, like, Dyson. Yeah. So I, I've, I've never been one to clean a lot. Uh, my wife will tell you <laughs> this, uh, I don't know how many times. But uh, a few years back, I, I bought a, a Dyson, like, uh, V6, uh, like, you know, cordless back. Yeah. And now it's kind of like, oh, yeah, that's, 
the stuff on the ground. I'm just like, oh yeah, you know, like give me two seconds, cleaned up, it's done, right? I don't have to pull out the thing from the closet. I don't have to wire it up and then roll it over. It's like it's charging on the wall. I pull it off the wall, done, and it's it's clean and it's simple. And uh, we have the Dyson V7 trigger handbag on Cyber Monday. It's coming in at uh, two twenty five, two twenty four ninety nine, and it's seventy five bucks off. Uh, again, great deal for those who kind of want uh, something more for the house and less for the wall or the TV or the computer. Uh, also a great way to go. And then obviously the upside to, to this stuff is I can segue that into the, the talk about London Drugs uh, same-day shipping, right? Yeah, this is, so this is a, we, something brand new that you guys just came up with. Yeah. Um, you know, London Drugs is, has kind of gotten into the e-commerce game uh, over the last few years and taken some cautious steps to ensure that we're, we're doing it the right way. Um, they introduced just recently um, same-day shipping. So a uh, new delivery service it covers most items in the store, at, but it, it does exclude larger items like you know TVs and, and fridges, uh, things that are a little bit too heavy to, to kind of move around quickly. Uh, those are kind of exempted from that, but uh, and you know, you know, London Drugs—they've carried things like tractors and kayaks in the past too. So obviously, those things are hard to same-day ship. I want my kayak uh, for today. Most, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want my tractor. Uh, exactly. Well, you know, it's like I need it today. Exactly right. <laughs> um, but for for most regular-sized items over seventy-five dot seventy-five dollars, uh, it's a free of charge same-day uh, shipping. And then if it's uh, under that amount, you can still get it shipped same day at seven ninety five uh, for uh, orders under that amount. Talking with Sam Cito from uh, London Drugs and LondonDrugs.com. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. We come back from the break. More tech to talk. Stay tuned. You're back with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with fellow app nerds, John Beeler, Graham Williams. Let's talk about Facebook alternatives. I feel trapped. Yep. Facebook's kind of the only game in town, really. I know there's other things like Instagram and Instagram. <laughs> Instagram and WhatsApp. Wait, wait, hang on. No. Oh, they're all owned by Facebook. Right. So what all? What are the alternatives? Uh, I think on last week's, uh, one of our shows, uh, we talked about Nextdoor, mm-hmm. which is a great hyper-local app mm-hmm. that uh, puts you in touch with your neighbors, yep. which I think is pretty cool. But what are some Facebook alternatives out there that might be gaining some traction. So I thought we would talk about some of them today. Uh, they would be Cocoon, Mastodon, and Wiki Tribune Social. Uh, let's start with Cocoon. Yeah. Cocoon. Yeah, so this is not just a really great movie with Steve Gutenberg. Please go watch it. Um, this is an app that's basically designed for uh, groups that are close to each other. So families, really close groups of friends. Um, you're not adding people randomly to this. It is an app that sort of brings together messaging, uh, brings together things like events, uh, brings you a vault for all of your photographs that you share. So it's kind of like a, a crossover between, say, for example, a Facebook messenger group, which is where I'm spending most of my time on Facebook right now with my friends there, um, and you know the Facebook shared photos feature. Right, and so you invite people to this. You have a you have a code that invites them to that, and basically creates this little self-contained community. And so I've actually got one for my house, right? So my partner and I have this, um, and we use it to. So uh, you got an account for your house? Yeah, well, so it, it's an account for for our household, and then okay. I've got uh, you know small groups of friends that I have invited to this. Now, right now, it's iOS only. Android is coming. John, do you notice we didn't get an invite? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're you're on an Android, are you not? No. No, you're not. Okay, well, you know, I, I will create one for the app show. 
And I don't we, care anymore. I'm not going to join. <laughs> <laughs> my, my cool little spot. Um, but no, I, I'm actually really enjoying this because there are no ads. Um, it is Yet. not gathering personal. No, they've actually, they, I mean, you know, do no evil being the most egregious commandment that we've seen a company break in a while. But they have said they're not interested in, in, in putting money? ads out in there. Money. Um, I, I, here's the thing. I don't know what their monetization scheme is right well, now. I know, ads. Graham. I know, Graham. It's ads. <laughs> or they're selling your information to someone for ads. But as of right now, they haven't asked for things like access to my contacts. And, you know, when I'm looking at uploading photographs, it grabs my camera roll. It doesn't take from the camera. It, so it's the not asking because it's just taking it. <laughs> not on iOS. It's okay, not. let's be kind here. Yeah. So this is like a Facebook, but not as evil as Facebook. Yeah. So, it, and like I said, it's out for iOS right now. More like a private circle of friends. Yeah. 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 And, th- and that's the thing is that's kind of how I'm finding I'm using Facebook. The, the happy times that I'm using Facebook is when I'm doing that. The angry times is when I'm yelling at people in the comments. So does things. it have like a news feed kind of Facebook-ish? It, it does, but it's sort of that ongoing conversation. So it's kind of like Messenger. Okay. Right. Uh, but instead of being the, you know, I'm doing this today, it's we're talking to, we're having a conversation as opposed to here are grandiose statements about what the heck I'm doing. One of the biggest things I, I don't like about Facebook is that I have a lot of friends on Facebook that I don't remember why we became friends. Yep. Right. You meet people <laughs> at an event or, you know, That's a party true, actually, or something yeah. like that. And like, I don't remember who you are. Yeah. You know, like, cause I met you six years ago and I'm still getting your daily updates about what you're having for lunch. And you have no friends in common. And then you right. kind of look at their feed and you're like, you are really weird. And for me to say that, that's something. <laughs> it's yeah. Usually that's the quick trip to the unfriend list, but yeah. But oh. yeah. So I, I like the idea of like only your close personal friends, but again, like Facebook, how well does that age too? Right. Like, yeah. um, and I would like, like I would love a notes feature on my friend so I add Graham to Facebook. I met Graham at work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I was drunk one night and met this guy at the bar. <laughs> it's funny you should mention that because when you do take a look at the profiles that are on that person's account, you can actually add notes. Oh, okay. So Cocoon does that for you. Nice. There you go. Yeah. Let's move along. Uh, you are going to tell us about uh, WT Social or Wiki Tribune Social. Right. This is from Wikipedia founder Jimmy Wales, and it's being called the anti-Facebook. Okay. It, it's got uh, over 200,000 users just days after launching. Compared to Facebook's 2 billion. Okay, keep going. <laughs> is it 2 billion? I thought it was more. Uh, yeah. Um, but essentially, and, and not unlike what Graham was saying about Cocoon, the idea is that it's, it's you know, privacy first, uh, they're not selling your your stuff. Uh, you're not the product in this case, you know. But the idea is that you have to be invited from somebody else, uh, and kind of like what you were saying about the you know the the private messenger groups. It's for small huddles of people that want to get together, share ideas, share photos, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest problem with these kinds of services is no one knows they exist unless we're talking about them like we are right now. Or you get invited into one because you went to Graham's house at a party and now you're part of the, the inner circle, yeah. right? So I kind of like the tribal aspect of, of that as- things. But then it's also like, well, how do you get grandma in there, right? Like it, grandma's not going to know how to do a code and all this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Like it, th- that whole process has to be seamless. And that's, I guess, one thing that Facebook's done a really good job at is being the ubiquitous platform for these types of so things. When, when we're talking about Wiki Tribune Social, in the middle of your explanation about Bitcoin, take a minute and stop and... <laughs> <laughs> 
I know, it's funny, um, WT Social, I actually got an invite on the first day from a friend of mine, and it was kind of an unlikely invite, yeah. I thought at the time. Um, he is a DJ and a promoter here in town, and he's booked me for a couple of gigs, and I got this invite, and I'm like, Pete, I didn't know that this kind of thing would appeal to you, but he invited me to this community, and now there's a small community of DJs on this on this platform. And I thought that was really cool. Again, sort of small, tribal, and you know, yeah. things that I care about. Thing, things like that you might be a part of on a Facebook group, for example. Yeah. A, a small private group of like-minded individuals, but that's your whole platform now. Yeah. Right? Okay, John, you got one minute to tell us about Mastodon. So Mastodon was a decentralized version of these types of things where you can basically install a Mastodon server and uh, theme it, name it, whatever you want, and then invite your friends into it. Oh, it could be Mikebook. It could be. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. there something called Diaspora that did this as well? Similar, yeah. 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 Okay. But Mastodon was, was really popular uh, because it was open source, uh, Linux friendly, all, you know, all the good stuff. I noticed you said was twice now. <laughs> well, let's just say a certain election that happened south of the border caused Mastodon to become a, a rallying place for all the people that were deplatformed. Oh, dear. So uh, all, the, all the interesting people. Appropriately. That all the racists? <laughs> appropriate that it's named after something that's now extinct. <laughs> and scene. Uh, so Facebook alternatives, Cocoon, Wiki Tribune Social, and maybe, maybe Mastodon. When we come back from the break, we're going to get John's app pick of the week. Stay tuned. You're back with the app show. Before we get to John's uh, app pick of the week, you've got a quick iPhone tip for us. I do. If you've got AirPods and you switch back and forth between your AirPods on your iPhone and on your iPad, I you, do. you can go into shortcuts and set up a new shortcut that routes your audio through AirPlay from your iPhone to your iPad. So what it will do is it will say, on your iPhone, output AirPlay to AirPods. You can share that shortcut to any device and will automatically set the output to your AirPods. It's a one-touch quick fix. We're going to post this shortcut on the app show uh, online so you can actually just download the shortcut. At getconnectedmedia.com. John, what's your app pick of the week? So because of Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales that are on right now, everyone wants to see all the flyers, all the deals all in one place. I'm going to bring it back because we've talked about it before, but flip with two Ps.com is the website. It's also an app for your phone. It'll show you all of your local flyers, all your favorite stores. You can actually even tap on a flyer item and it'll create a shopping list for you. Nice. It's a very cool so app. So it kind of uh, makes the flyers interactive. Yes. Yes, and easier to... And in, in depending on the store, you can actually order it from right within the app. It'll take you right to the appropriate store. The biggest one for me was the search feature. Yes. Right? Like, I have been so tired of flipping through paper flyers. Yeah. It's like, why am I still using the, the dead tree edition of this? I type in what I want. It shows up. shows me where it's available. I'm able to buy it. Yeah. I and dig this. It shows you all the places you can buy it, and you can even sort it by lowest to highest Perfect. Perfect. So all the time we have left for the app show. Don't forget to visit our main website, getconnectedmedia.com. We've got our podcasts up there and the video editions of our radio shows, uh, not only the app show, but Get Connected Radio as well. You can see what we look like, <laughs> which may be a good thing or a bad thing. Kind of disillusioning. Want to thank uh, everyone that helps put the show together. Christina, Stephen, Graham, John, and uh, this is the team signing off. We'll see you again next time. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.